In this episode, we're gonna be exploring AI. We have our chief AI officer with us today, and we're gonna be talking about use cases for entrepreneurs and real estate companies and how to utilize AI to the nth degree to help you eliminate certain job roles, expand on other job roles, and help your business grow faster. Hey, I'm Jeff Cohn, host of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. Today, we are in studio in downtown Omaha. I'm with my chief AI officer, Mr. Sean Q. Welcome to the show today, Sean. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Hey, I'm really happy, happy to have you here. I think it's a unique um, title, and we kind of tease. I served a missions trip in Brazil for two years, and the word ciao in Portuguese is to say goodbye. I know in other languages, it's to say hello and goodbye. And I joke that your new title is Mr. Chow. Mr. Chow. Uh, people call you Chow. He's also our COO. And Sean is probably the foremost speaker to AI. It, he's built an entire career around artificial intelligence integrations in businesses. And so today we're going to talk about a few use cases because one of the things I'm, I've been kind of getting tired of is hearing people talk about AI integrations, but they give you no content. So you sit there going, what integrations would there be? Or how does AI actually work in business? So today we'll get to talk about some of that. So why don't you start off, Sean, maybe just talking a little bit about what, how you started it in AI. Like what led you to even want to learn it and start implementing it in your business? And then how did you start coaching to it and hosting national conferences all over the place, all regarding AI? Yeah, so um, AI has been around since the 60s, 50s and 60s. It's not something new. It is something that's just gone public. Everybody now has access to AI. Mm -hmm. If you take a look 10 years ago, the only people who had access to AI was social media um, and, and Google. And like these people were using AI or an algorithm to determine what would be on your feed. There was no one behind the screen saying, let's show this real to the next person. Uh, it was all AI. And yep. now what has happened is we, because OpenAI launched ChatGPT in 2022, we now have access to some of these amazing tools like ChatGPT and others. Uh, and so my history with AI has come from the more philosophical elements of AI of how is AI going to change the world mm -hmm. and how is it going to make us better humans? And a lot of people get stuck in like, it's just a tool or they get stuck in like tool phobia. So they're using it, but they don't really know how to use it. I really want to understand how does this make our lives better? How does it give us more human interaction with each other? How does it free up more time for us to do things we actually want to do? I mean, imagine being able to write an email sequence for a new lead that lasts for three weeks in the span of five minutes, right? And so I think how much more time are you gonna have? I hate writing emails. So if right. I could be, if I could do it in like a second or two and have it all done and it's perfect, I think it's pretty awesome. So um, I'm really interested in how does AI actually make us money, save us time and allow us to be more human. Awesome. I know a lot of people talk about it. They don't know where to go. Uh, when I started hearing about use cases, I heard a lot of people talking about ChatGPT. That's where I chose to go. I set up a free account. I don't know if it's still free. I think it is. I know there's also options where you don't pay anything, but there's been a lot of buzz around the issue of them, them being the people that own the AI platforms, utilizing or taking the information and using it in a bad way. What would be some of the negative use cases of AI? Yes, so I don't know if this is still true, but what I can say is I heard and did a little bit of research and about six months ago from the time of this recording, um, all of the data that you gave, like say ChatGPT, they were actually storing it so that it would technically be accessible to other people with the right prompt. Mm -hmm. So a lot of corporations were putting proprietary information into ChatGPT or their staff was without really understanding how that data was being used. Mm -hmm. And then their competitors were getting access to it. And so what happened was 
there there just was a lot of security and privacy issues. Yeah. So what, what I recommend is understand the security and privacy issues. Be very transparent with your use of AI. Otherwise, you're going to lose trust. And right now, we are in a trust economy. About six years ago, we were in an attention economy. If, if somebody on social media had your attention, had views, then they had your money. Right now, we're in a trust mm. economy. If they trust you, they will give you money. And so you want to be as trustworthy as possible, and you want to make sure you're protecting yourself with your own um, use of different AI platforms. Sure. So let's talk about some applications. You just shared one, creating a drip email sequence. I know a lot of listing agents have been using AI for a five, you know, 500 word explanation of the house. They'll say, sure. you know, help me write, and it's already built to write this because a lot of other people have used it to write, but you'd say, help me write a public remarks section for my listing. It's a four bedroom, five bath at one, two, three main street. It has a beautiful kitchen with granite kind of like you could give a couple buzzwords and then it'll write the whole thing. What are like your top five examples of how businesses, not just in real estate have chosen to utilize AI to help with something? Okay. That's a great question. Before I answer that, you have to understand that there are three different types of AI. There's gen AI or generative AI. That is like, hey, write me an email sequence or hey, write me a description or hey, write me a social media post um, or hey, write me an email. I actually have a uh, an AI tool that writes my emails for me for every single email I get, saves it as a draft. And all I have to do is go to my drafts and say, how do I want to change this email response rather than starting from scratch? So it already gives Good me the know. email. Which I didn't know really that yet, cool. Sean. Yeah. I'll start so, paying attention to that when I read your responses to me. This isn't you. This isn't you. I do not accept this email. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, there, there, there's gen AI. Then there's behavior um, uh, replication. In other words, there's an AI I use that follows me throughout the day and then identifies here's four or five automations you can set up based off of the behavior of your online use. Let me set that up for you. And then it, you just press a button and it sets up these automations that it recommended to you. And then what will happen is just every morning you press start and it does the thing you wanted it to do. It'll log in, it'll go here. So a lot of people have used it to collect data of, hey, I want you to go to yellowpages.com as an example yeah. and go to all of these types of businesses and like real estate businesses and pull all of this data every single day. I want an updated feed of all of these wow. leads essentially. Yeah. And it's free for yeah. the AI to do that, which I know, is wild. As a, like, I have a smart house, right? So all of my fixtures I can control from an app. They're all synced to my Amazon account. And recently, Amazon asked me, I, it said something about my lights getting shut off every night at a certain time. And it said, would you like us to take care of that for you? Yeah. Would you like Amazon to just start shutting your light off at 9.37 p.m. every single night? Because that's about the time you're starting... So yes. very similar. So to that. what it's, it's doing cool. is it's identifying your behavior yep. that's on a repeat because yep. we are such a um, uh, we, <laughs> we're so predictable, yeah. right? We do the same things over and over and over. Yep. And so on your online usage, it'll find your behavior and yep. create those automations. So there's behavior duplication, and then there is also um, like data harvesting, harvesting, and that's I'm just going to kind of put that to the side. Okay. It's, it's not useful. One right of now. the one of the other things that was bad. I think you shared this with me. Or I read an article online once, but there was an attorney that got disbarred. Yeah, because they were using a case study that they found by using AI. So I think it was probably ChatGPT, and they were trying to 
use it for a case that they ended up going to. Well, what chat GPT generated was a pretend case that had been used as a sampler example in like by a professor at a university. It wasn't a real case, but they didn't do the research to verify that the pretend case that it yeah. served as the answer to how to solve this problem wasn't a real case. And so you have to be very careful with some of the things it generates. It doesn't, it's not a perfect equation, yes, just like the all. internet. You go Google something and it gives you an answer. It's not true just because it was on the internet. Yeah. So make sure to source what you find and validate it before you take it to market. Yes. There are some AI platforms, um, and then we can make these available to your your listeners or whatever, but there are some AI platforms that people can use where it will give you citations and it's a little bit more up to date and it'll protect that. Mm -hmm. ChatGPT is not one of them. Okay. So I actually don't recommend ChatGPT to a lot of people. Um, I recommend go play with it, like get familiar with AI. That's the easiest yeah. way. It's free. Just go do it. But that's not the best AI. That's like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And I know like the last episode we recorded, we talked a little bit about the EOS operating system for entrepreneurs and the book Traction. We're also going to be releasing some classes specific to AI because we know it can free up. Literally, you can create new positions in your organization without hiring people. Um, AI can take over certain roles. And we have a lot of ways that real estate specific verticals can adopt AI and it's a game changer. So we'll, we'll have some really great content on that. And to build on EOS, so one thing that we've used AI to support us in building our business is creating job descriptions, creating um, a 90 day plans, creating an itemized list of what could I do right now that would be the highest income earning activity. Mm. Um, identify in somebody in this role, what should they be focused on? Yep. And now you don't have, it takes the thinking away from you. So you could be more strategic yep. about how you run your business. Talk about the avatars on Facebook. You had shown us that example where you could run ads to your avatars. Okay. So there's a couple of different things you could do. Okay. With Facebook or even LinkedIn or, or Instagram, I have an AI that I press go on. And what it does is I, it identifies all of the people who have said the words real estate. It says all, uh, it identifies all the per people who have said I've sold my house or selling my house or anything like that. And it'll take its time and it'll scroll through a specific location. So if you're in Omaha, Nebraska, mm -hmm. it'll scroll through Omaha, Nebraska and identify all those people and pull the information they made public on Facebook, like their phone number, their email, their um, social media profile, uh, their location, all of that e information. And you can have that as your like cold call email, um, uh, cold call list or your email list, et cetera. Um, and it's all legal. It's right. all, it's all, part it's funny of the to me because I'm thinking about someone making a call to them or you putting them on an IVR or a drip and they think in their minds, oh man, social has all this access to all my information. Well, you made it available. Yeah. That AI is crawling the information that they the actually put out there. made available yeah. content. Yeah. What are some fun, some fun things? We just have a few more minutes, but what are some fun things that people use AI for that maybe isn't a business application? I'm going to answer the question first and then okay. you can give me a few examples. One of the things that does that I thought was really cool is if you're in college right now, you don't have a lot of ingredients in your refrigerator, let's say you had a pound of meat and an onion and a dill pickle. You could say, what are some of the recipes I could make with? And you just say the ingredients that you have available to you. And then it'll populate every recipe that it can find, the exact recipe, the exact amount of inf ingredients to put in. I think that was kind of a fun yeah. one. Yeah. There's another AI that me and my wife use. We have a, an 11 month old. She's going to be a year. We are totally in love with her. Um, and we put about 10 pictures into an AI and said, what will she look like when she's like a 21 year old? Just for fun. And it gave us a pretty clear picture. Did it look like you? And it, it looked like me and my <laughs> wife. It, it really did. And we, we like cried the first time Aww. we saw like, oh my gosh, this is who we're raising. It just made it a little bit more yeah. real. But here's what's really powerful, actually. Um, I have a friend who lost their kid mm -hmm. when she was three years old. 
and she's no longer with us. But she was able to use it to see what she might have Aww. looked like growing up. And just to be able to That's hold cute. that and see that cool. was so meaningful. Yeah. So I go that back cool. to how is AI allowing us to be more human, to be mm-hmm. more connected to each other, not replacing us necessarily, but supplementing the things we're just not good at. Mm-hmm. So That's awesome. Any other thoughts? Um, if you're not using AI, you're going to get left behind. 100%. You're going to be left behind. Here's so why. So this isn't something to ignore. This is not something I've to heard ignore. people liken it to the internet. So like mid-90s, people were talking about this internet thing and yes. dial-up was a thing. WWW dot Al Gore. And <laughs> everyone's like, eh, I'm not sure if I'm on board yet. Yes. And now look at us. This has only been 20 years ago. Yep. People didn't have the internet. We, people didn't have cell phones. And I've been told AI is the next thing that if you're not on it, it'd be like not having a cell phone. It'd be like not being on the internet. Yep. Um, and the scary thing with AI is it's accelerating so fast, way faster than anything we've ever experienced as a species on this planet. Um, and so where it took the internet 20, 30 years to get to here, it will be a year, a year and a half, six months. And here's what's also wild. I've spoken to some engineers that are on the other side of AI, like, like really boots to the ground, building AI platforms. And they said, we're training the AI in English. And out of nowhere, it started speaking Portuguese to us. And we don't know how it acquired that information because we didn't give it that. And then it started speaking Spanish. And then it started speaking Chinese, a completely different type of language. And so the AIs are learning at a faster rate than we know how to identify how it's learning that stuff. So if you're not even playing with it, you're going to get left behind. (laughs) Yeah, powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, I know I've heard a lot. Elon Musk has talked about uh, making sure that we have some protection against it getting out of control. Yeah. And there are people out there that have like the doom and gloom philosophy, like literally Terminator 2 or yes. The Matrix. Yeah. Do you think anything like that could potentially happen or will potentially happen? I am cautiously optimistic. And here's why. I think we as a species has overcome every single challenge we've ever faced. We're still here. We haven't gone extinct. Number one, I think we're incredibly ingen- um, ingenious in that way. I do think that there are risks. So one of the things I am very aware of when I'm using a new AI platform is reading their terms of service, reading their privacy policy, because how are they using the data we're giving them? I want to know that. So we do a lot of that research for people mm-hmm. in making sure that your any any recommendation we make on AI, it's it's been through the ringer mm-hmm. and we know that they're they're ethical humans and they're using the ai to to be good so cool great perspective what a fun topic i love talking about ai i love talking about anything that saves time and moves fast you know yeah. obviously as a visionary and being the ceo and wanting to save money and then wanting to create massive impact and influence for the people in our world so as we have more use cases and more examples we definitely will have you on yeah. the show again to talk a little bit more about ai and i think if you haven't gotten on it yet get on chat gpt even snapchat now has a little ai feature understand the difference between a Google search and AI, which is wildly different. Um, A couple last things, I guess I'll I'll say to it, we have a few more minutes. Um, If you went and did a Google search of top 10 destinations in Europe, it would populate a list, but the list it populates isn't a list that it goes and grabs from a hundred different articles. It finds the best article that answers your specific question. And normally before AI was available to us, we would look at the top three or four results in a Google search. AI goes out and looks at 10 million articles that have ever been written on any of the buzzwords that you searched, and it formulates its own opinion and then serves you an answer specific, exactly specific to what you asked. You could have asked top 10 vacations that has a waterfall, and it would be able to go out to every article ever written previous to 2021 or something, and then populate an answer for you, which is just so fascinating to me. It's like so much more powerful than a and, Google search. And that's ChatGPT. There are some AIs that are up to date today. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's wild. Oh. 
Cool. Yeah. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, we obviously want to create massive, valuable content for our listeners. Please go out and rate this a five star on the platform that you're using to listen to this content. Uh, give Sean Q a shout out. Be sure to shout out to the, whatever the guest was that helped inspire you on the episode that was one of your favorites. Also, if there is a specific guest, author, celebrity that you want us to bring on, like Sean, please be sure to put that in the show notes. We're always paying attention to that. Or you can message us info at eliterealestatesystems.com. And then for tons of free content or to find out more information about our group coaching platform that's designed specifically for mortgage teams, insurance teams, investment teams, and real estate teams, you can go out to growwithers.com. Stay tuned for our next episode.